132 of the Hob Nation USA podcast, and I'm here with my host, Adam. It's true. And I'm here with my guest host, Kelsey. Hello. And I'm Steve. Hi, Steve. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, it's fine. Good. How's everybody here? Doing well. About to drink some beers, so yes. I'm calling it a good thing. For sure. So we are marching well into the cold winter months. Sadly. No, good. <laughs> stout weather. I mean, as a girl who loves her stouts, I understand it's stout weather, and really, yeah. I get it, but I'm just not ready yet. Not for the weather. Well, the stouts, I'm ready for oh. all the time. Oh, oh, Just the weather. Well, I was going to say, you don't have to worry about being ready for stouts, because we're not doing stouts this week. I'm, okay, yeah. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> uh, we're doing smoked beers, specifically Roush beers, Ooh. specifically all the beers are coming from the Schlenkerla out of Bamberg, Germany. Bamberg, Germany? Bamberg, Germany. Ja. Okay. Ja. Ja. So, yes, we'll be drinking three smoked beers from them. They will be different. Okay. okay. How so? Well, because they all have a different style, but they're all smoked, sort of, except for the first one. Oh, okay. Smoked, yes. sort of. Okay. Yes. The first one is the only one that's actually not technically smoked, but it's smoked by proxy. What we're drinking first is the Helles Schlenkerla Lager Beer. It is un, an unfiltered product of Bamberg, Germany. This one isn't smoked. However, it goes into the same pots and kettles. So it grabs a little bit of that smoke flavor. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Without having the malt actually smoked. It's secondhand smoked. Right. And we'll get in more into what actually makes a smoked or a Roush beer in the second segment. Good. Great. Because I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Neither am I. I'm ready to learn. Yes. Don't worry. I've got a bit on the history of Schlenkerla as well as, you know, what is Roush right beer on. and smoked beer. I am all about that educational yes. time. Uh, it, it should also be noted that pretty much everything from there is going to be a lager as well. Makes sense. Traditional Germany. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, this beer comes in at 4.3% alcohol. Oh, this is a light guy. Yes, it's a tiny little light boy, and we're also going to be moving up in that scale throughout the night. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, this one's a tiny little one, though, and uh, like I said, it's going to be light on the ABV, light on the smoke flavor. We'll ease into it. And hopefully not destroy our palates through right. the night. <laughs> so looking at the beer, it looks like a Hellas. Yeah. yeah. It looks very similar to the Sly Fox Hellas that we had not on the show. Right. We just were just after there the when show. we were drinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks very similar to that, but that looks like this and this is kind of has that nice golden color to it. Got a big head on it. Yeah, great big head on it. It is very very hazy. Mm-hmm. Very. But yeah, nice, you know, golden straw color. Ooh. It's uh it's got some nose to it, that's for sure. Definitely strong on the nose. Yeah, on the nose it does not uh, smell like a Hellas. It smells no. <laughs> smoky. <laughs> it does. Shall we? Mm-hmm. We shall. We shall. Hmm. There is a, a little bit of smoke there. Right. Like you said, it uh, it, it picks up the hints. Yeah, it, it's it's made in the same copper kettles, but uh, it's not as harsh. You get you still get like a little bit of that freshness, that freshness from a Hellas that you mm-hmm. get. Mm-hmm. 
but you you definitely are able to get some of that uh, that smoked meat kind of flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the beef jerky ish. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. without minus the beef, <laughs> <laughs> just jerky. Yeah, I don't. You don't want to like say beef jerky. A beer tastes like beef jerky, and then yeah, that that makes me not want to drink it. <laughs> right, it'll attract some people. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Although I do love beef jerky, yeah. so maybe I'll try it. <laughs> but yeah, there, there's no way this beer wouldn't go well with like just barbecue yeah. yeah i want like a nice smoked sausage with this oh there you go sausage brat i think this would go really well with smoked turkey yeah because th- this is lighter yeah. i think this beer would play well in wisconsin okay yeah. okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they like their their smoked meats and cheeses up there yeah this yeah. would oh this would this go, go really well cheese mm-hmm. like, like a, a cheddar yeah yeah, yeah. like a solid yeah. cheddar yeah yeah, you could almost cheddar. use this beer in place of like a sparkling cider or sparkling wine. Like Ooh. if you're on a picnic and you have like a nice little cheese board and some charcuteries going. Mm-hmm. Charcuterie you know. and Roush beers. That's a good combination. Yeah. I'd almost say don't replace the cider though. Yeah. Keep the cider maybe? Still keep a little cider so you can cleanse your palate with oh, your dessert. Yeah. Get a little That's sweetness. That's a great idea. Steve look at that that's a great idea <laughs> he's chock full of them i know yeah as a person who eats a lot <laughs> oh now i want cheese do you have any cheddar <laughs> i can get you some shredded uh sharp cheddar mm. it's not smoked and it's not fancy not fancy it, it's not a fan, it's a fancy house here i'm sorry it's great value i'm gonna pass i don't blame you <laughs> I'm going to pass. I, I bought it to make Cheddar Bay Biscuits. You made Cheddar Bay Biscuits? Yeah, you don't? I'm just impressed. <laughs> did you make them with the box recipe? I did or? use the kit, but now that I kind of know what goes in there, I'm pretty sure next time I'm just going to do it the old-fashioned way. Okay. Full recipe. Hey, Steve, did you know Adam was making Cheddar Bay Biscuits? Like, did he offer you any? No. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like uh, something's missing here. I'm not upset by that. The number of things I make without telling people That's- is... Also, the charts. I'm yeah. on the same page, but yeah. Next time I may make some cheddar bay biscuits, Kelsey, I will let you know. <laughs> I expect it. We can, <laughs> I'll come exchange with you. We can meet halfway. Shit, I was a gross little piggy earlier in the week. I had uh, I had a Marie Callender like microwave bowl that's mac and cheese and uh, pulled pork. Mm. But then I also made some onion rings and threw that on top. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. Well, I'm into that. Thing. <laughs> that sounds like a college Tuesday. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> but it was, you know, it was my regular Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, ah, well, lunch break. Lunch break. Yeah. What do I have? This is what's happening today. Lunch break. Time to be gross. <laughs> and speaking of things that are happening today, mm-hmm. it's time for our third favorite segment. News. Newt. And neat. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. How very, how, how very timed well of you guys. <laughs> we didn't even practice beforehand. So I've got a bunch of news notes and neats. Uh, yeah, you do. You got pages. Wow. Well, that's different. That was my other notes. Oh. But these are my notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Great. Yeah. So uh, we. do you want to start with local stuff or? Let's go local and work our way out. Okay. Because I have nothing local. Okay. I have nothing in general. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're just here to drink the beer. You caught me tonight. I'm just here for the beer. I don't blame you. <laughs> and, the blame you bit. Uh-huh. and the learning and the podcasting. Okay. <laughs> but not the news. But not the news. Or a note. 
or the neat. <laughs> I don't blame you. All right. Well, let's start with a local then. Okay. I like a, local. Our buddy, Dennis, you've met. <laughs> Many times. Many. Yes. Uh, Dennis from First Set Brew Box has partnered with Couch Brewery. We have also met. Yes. And Burgers Brewing. Who we probably will meet. Maybe. Well, we I've drank their beer at uh, Beer Fest. Right. So... <laughs> I can't promise people are going to be on the show. <laughs> I don't know how long this is going to be around for. <laughs> Forever. Plus, we've got 800 different damn breweries opening up every week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we can't keep up, people. Slow down. <laughs> Dial it back a little bit, would you? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, but anyway, those three are coming together to debut a veterans-themed beer yes. for nice. Veterans Day. Nice. Which, of course, is coming up next week because you listen to this show on Friday. As you should. As you should. And uh, the beer will be on tap at Couch, as well as both Burgers locations in Zelianople and Lawrenceville. Nice. And I believe they were looking to get this beer on tap at a few VFWs as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's another thing they're shooting for. Um, they're also shooting to be able to donate $2,000 to the Veteran uh, Leadership Program mm-hmm. through sales of the beer. So, yeah. And uh, I, I must give an additional quick shout out. Uh, Dennis was on TV. Yes, Dennis was on TV. He was? Not our TV, too. No, no, he was on, like, actual TV. Oh. Yes. Nah, I don't know that that's actual TV. Wait, (laughs) was it, like, the KDKA, like, third hour type thing that, like, Pittsburgh Today? Actually, that's exactly what it was. Pittsburgh Today, yeah. Yeah, I'm counting it. Yeah. yeah, no, it's still counts. Count. Yeah, I just it's don't legit. think it's that much better TV than the TV show that we had him on, Yens Bruin. The award-winning yeah. TV show. Exactly. I don't know if KDK has gotten awards on that, but yeah. we have. Does Pittsburgh Today have the awards? I don't know, but I'm not. I'm just saying they're not that much better than us. <laughs> <laughs> they're still local market TV. True. This is true. But it's still awesome that those, those guys and gals got on. Yes. We're yeah. on, you know, recognized. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they, yeah, it's very awesome that they're getting much more local recognition far beyond our little yes. <laughs> audience that our, we put our together. Bubble. Yes, our bubble that we put together. But yeah. Right. Yeah, so that that was uh, Bob Bats was writing about that in the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. And Bob Bats was also writing about Walmart. Uh, yeah. I yes. saw that. Yes, yeah, so this is this is our slow local creep out. <laughs> so that's very, very local to us. Go get the uh, spirit decor, you know, by couch burgers and first sip. Uh, but right now, if you live in Uniontown, you can go get beer. At a Walmart. Wait, what? Yeah. How did I miss this? It's a very secret, slow rollout. Okay. Because so, it's in Uniontown. Yeah. Well, that's true. Not, that's a, which I have been to that Walmart, though. Really? I've also been to that Walmart. <laughs> Who knew I would be the odd man out when it came to Uniontown Walmart? Not even I did. <laughs> I've only been to that Walmart because I used to work for a delivery company, and I drove past it one day, <laughs> and I needed lunch at that exact time. <laughs> Um, yes, but Walmart has uh, debuted their first of uh, their first of the, like restaurant location. They they got restaurant licenses is what they are getting. Are they doing the same basic thing as like Get Go and Sheets, um, where it's like together but separate? Kind of, sort of, yeah. So that they can sell beer, quote unquote, to the restaurant. Right. It, it's yeah. It's kind of uh, well. I'd say it's more like a giant eagle. Where, like, you know, there's a restaurant area. The cafe. Right. Gotcha. But you can still take out, you know, 192 ounces. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is um, going to be basically in those areas that would usually hold McDonald's and Subways. 
Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Not unlike the giant eagle in Aliquippa that has the wine and spirits. Right. But just with beer and a cafe. Right. Although that giant eagle in Aliquippa does have the wine and spirits, but it also has beer, but the beer is just regular shopping. Yeah, because they have a cafe as well. It's, it's weird. <laughs> Pennsylvania makes everything difficult. Yes, it does. <laughs> Gotta love the Commonwealth. That's right. <laughs> so that's one location you can buy beer at that you couldn't before? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's pretty awesome that Uniontown is getting that? I guess. I, hey. <laughs> everybody, everybody needs a win. I don't, I, I don't want to call it awesome because I've been to a Walmart that sells beer and in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And there's really not much beyond the AB InBev brands. Nope. No. So it's not really that awesome that Walmart's selling beer. I like to think that Uniontown is going to rise above. They're not. I know they're not. <laughs> but a man can dream. Just yeah. waiting for when Walmart or Target can sell liquor well, and wine. Uh, I believe you'll be able to get wine as well. Oh, okay. At Walmart. And there are some Targets in PA. Oh, really? Just not in our area. Oh, yeah. Figures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just not oh, in our area. Right. There, I, I believe earlier this year, uh, Target opened up some alcohol. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, another location, though. A little further past Uniontown. Uh, all the way to Penn State. The Nittany Minute Mart is uh, opening up. Okay. And they're selling uh, craft beer and wine and alcoholic slushies. Nice. Ooh. Because that's exactly what State College students needed was another <laughs> place to buy alcohol. Right. Yeah, and alcoholic slushies. <laughs> yeah. They, it, it's, it was, it's a little place on the corner of Atherton and College, mm-hmm. and it got, reno- <laughs> it got renovated, and yeah. now it's reopening to you know be able to sell alcohol. Now it's nice. What a horrible location that's in. Yeah. <laughs> They'll never get any yeah. traffic through there. Know, right? <laughs> Kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. <laughs> terrible yeah i feel uh, bad for the sucker that has to manage that place uh, you know he's gonna be bored out of his mind <laughs> i don't know how much this is really worth doing in that area you know what i mean like it, we're always talking about differentiating yourself i mm-hmm. feel like if, if you open up something there it shouldn't be alcohol you should like try to get like an oxygen bar and sell B12 shots. You know what you need? Huh. An infusion bar. Okay. So it's specialized bougie IVs. Okay. So you can get like a hangover IV. Ah. You can get a wellness IV, an immunity IV. You can add all these vitamins and whatever into yeah. it. And you just kind of hang out there and get like rehydrated through this IV bag. So yes. Yeah. We need an infusion bar. Yeah, something healthy because there is so much damn alcohol <laughs> up and down Beaver in college. Maybe like a juice and smoothie bar too. I think there's enough of those, but All right. I'm just talking. But I like your idea of the IV. You yeah. know, just something to be extra healthy. When everybody zigs, you zag. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like the only the only thing that they're differentiating now is the alcoholic slushies. But so I guess a, you could take that on the street as you're on your way down to the saloon. Or <laughs> I get yeah, your rotor. <laughs> right, yeah. I, was gonna, I almost said rascaler, but that's close. That's gone. Uh, bark, bark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say it. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> I'm old Penn State. <laughs> well, Steve, since you are sad, I will bring you a little bit of good news. Would you like to hear about it? Yeah. A, uh, a brewery in North Dakota. 
the Fargo Brewing Company, mm-hmm. is doing something good for two things that uh, I know everybody at this table loves. Beer okay. and yes. dogs. <gasps> oh, poppers. Yes. No, not poppers. That's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dogs. Dogs. Doggos. Dog. <laughs> Doggos. <laughs> so the Fargo Brewing Company, what they're doing is... They are putting dogs that are up for adoption that have had a little bit of trouble getting adopted uh, on their cans and spreading the word about these dogs being available for adoption. It's just another way for them to get those dogs exposure. So you don't get a dog if you buy so many beers then? No, no. It's not <laughs> It's not like a punch card. I'm pretty sure if you drink enough of the beers, though, you'll wind up going to get a dog. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I want this one. Can you just take the can into right, the shelter yeah. and be like, I want this one? Yeah, that's how they make it easy. This one, please. <laughs> Do they have, like, backstories about the dogs on the cans? So it like, doesn't Like a little say... dating profile? <laughs> <laughs> but what they did do was they had, a, they had a can release, and they had up to, I think it was 35 cases worth of beer for each animal. Uh, and they had release parties, and they would bring one of the animals to the brewery so that potential adopters could, you know, interact with the dog and see what the dog was about. What were the beer? Was the beer all one style? It was all one style. Okay. Yes, it was all one beer, but it was canned with different animals on the label. The animals are a bit harder to place. Uh, they tend to be animals that are uh, prefer a one animal home, so no cats, no additional dogs, things like that. So the ones that bite? <laughs> not necessarily bite. They're just you know they're they're home bodies and they don't want to be bothered. Okay. Like, Bunch of old dogs. Yeah, pesky turtles. I don't know. Keep a pesky turtle. (laughs) Cuff and link. (laughs) So that's that's nice that they're 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 helping dogs. Okay. Get get to their forever home. I'm moving to North Dakota. Yeah. Buy a giant farm. (laughs) I'm gonna get all these dogs. Get all the dogs. (laughs) I don't think you have to do all that. You can just (laughs) buy a farm in our area (laughs) and get a bunch of dogs. There's plenty of dogs adopt around here. Yeah. Buy a farm here. And I'm going to adopt all the dogs and okay. all the okay. cats, and I'm getting an alpaca. So <laughs> when you do that, you should talk right. to For Love of Dog Rescue. Okay. They are they are the uh, rescue group that got together with Fargo Brewing Company to get these dogs on the can, on the front page, in front of the masses. Fresh. So they could get to where they need to go. Well, good for them. Hopefully so those exciting. dogs are home. Cozy home with scratches and then and they snacks. Can release more cans for cats and then they yes. do cans for rabbits there are a lot of rabbits at least true. around here on a, yeah well I, yeah around here because people breed them all the time yeah mm-hmm. they don't breed too many around here but, cats would be great yeah. yeah admittedly i wouldn't be surprised if one or two of those cats just sort of ended up in the brewery brew cats hell yeah yeah brewery cats is good cats yeah. or a brewery dog maybe yeah. brewery dog ain't i mean they're fine but the point of a brewery cat is just keep the mice out your mouth. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Dogs don't really do that. They just bark at shit and then lay down. <laughs> they don't kill. They don't murder the way cats do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's that thousand of years of tiger DNA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cats are built to murder. I believe that. They do it for fun. <laughs> they do. Then they carry it around in their mouth and they meow and then they drop it at your feet and they're like, look what I brought you. They are prideful. You, you <laughs> should be thanking me right yeah. now. Yes. You look looked, what I did. You looked hungry. Here, I brought you food. <laughs> this is one of 15. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, back to bad news. <laughs> should have waited longer. Yeah, well, yeah, you should have, because actually we're we're coming back a little closer, too. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, a recall on the nitro cans for I hear about Southern this Tier. Oh. Uh, both the pumpkin and the chocolate milkshake. Oh. Some of them are bombs. Oh. Oh. Yeah, so you got to send them back. Oh, because uh, I definitely got some in the fridge right now. Um, I feel like if they're in the fridge, you might be okay. I, I'm, okay. I'm not telling you this <laughs> as a scientist or anything. Right. If you want to take part in the recall, you can. Right. You're not <laughs> a nitrologist. Right. I'm not a nitrologist, but I'm pretty sure uh, if they're cold, it should be better because you're compressing the gas even more mm-hmm. from it being cold. Most of the explosion stories I read, they were unrefrigerated. Basement. Basement yeah. beers? Yeah. I believe Sam has had that problem in the past. But not with nitro. Not with nitro, but he has had exploding cans in his basement in the past. Yeah. I, I think it's just general good practice, like, you know, like fruited beers that need to be chilled. Nitro beers should also always be chilled. Mm-hmm. But there might be some problems with these southern tier cans that are also blowing up. So, you know, eh, just send it back if you're that scared. Do you send them back to where you bought them, say like the grocery store, or? Well, yeah, I I don't know how far the recall is rolled out yet, but it started with Wegmans. Okay. So Wegmans put out the recall, and you could just return it to Wegmans. I believe if you just get if you just feel like it, you can just return it to wherever you got it from. They'll send it back to the distro. Oh, you know? okay. So. Yeah, that's a that's a good public service announcement. Yeah, that's public service, and it also isn't going to stop me from buying the uh, nitro creme brulee, which just came out. Ooh. <laughs> oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's about not going to stop me. About to have yourself a day. <laughs> we didn't have problems with the s'mores, so I don't give a shit. I'm still getting that creme brulee. <laughs> that s'mores was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also not going to blame Southern Tier. I'm going to blame that cheap Chinese aluminum. Yeah. Thanks, Trump. Goddamn China. <laughs> goddamn China. I only bring that up because the next story is about goddamn China as well. <laughs> oh, so now we're going international. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now we're go- well, we're still PA, PA and international. We'll okay. see. All right. The American Keg Company of Pottstown, PA. Mm-hmm. I've seen mm-hmm. that seen them on the PCN. Yes. They are the only US company still making steel kegs. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Uh they have filed complaints against China. And Mexico and Germany, because they've accused them of dumping their kegs into American territory. And what that means is that, especially for China, is uh, the Chinese government subsidized the making of kegs. So they could kind of get in on that market? So they made it cheaper. Mm -hmm. And then motherfucking AB InBev. No. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much all kegs uh, AB InBev gets are Chinese. Hmm. So, yeah. Hmm. Just another reason. Yeah. Yeah, they're all just cheap Chinese steel. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, the American keg company said, hey, this isn't good. They're hurting American business as we are the only one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, the government listened. (laughs) The International uh, Trade Commission, they they looked into it and they looked at the complaints and they said, yeah, you're pretty right about this. Huh. 
I don't know how much that is just because Trump has already been imposing taxes and tariffs on Chinese stuff already. Right. This kind of eh, lump that in there, throw it on the pile. Right. Uh, there is a possibility that they're going to impose pe- penalties between 16% and 145%. Oh. That's brisk. On goddamn Chinese kicks. <laughs> Honestly, the biggest thing for me out of this story is that there's only one keg maker in America. Yeah. I'm very surprised at that. Yeah, and it's only uh, like 35 employees at the company. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's the that's the other thing is they just really can't support mm-hmm. like huge, huge uh, accounts. Um, the And the other thing about that is that most craft breweries aren't interested in just buying kegs. And this company doesn't offer kind of a recycling and reuse lease program kind of like your propane tank on your uh right on your barbecue yeah a lot of smaller craft breweries kind of go on a lease basis Mm -hmm. because some weeks you know some months they need a lot of kegs some months they don't and if they don't need the kegs they send them back so they can be repurposed american keg you just got to buy from them oh yeah so yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's, it's not great that way what no. I'm hearing is I need to invest in American Keg and tell them we're going to get into this leasing program. Yeah. Get your shit together. Yeah. Stop letting the Chinese come in. That's right. Taking all this Hop Nation money. Yeah. Chinese taking all Putting the money. it in the keg game. Yeah. Putting all that shitty metal over here from China. Blowing up everywhere. <laughs> I, I feel that we need to stop this story because otherwise Steve's going to go on a tangent. No, not really. I just like saying shitty China. <laughs> <laughs> Just through gritted teeth. Yeah. Damn China. Not in my America. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> I want to be very perfectly clear that I was very anti-Chinese way before Trump was, too. <laughs> I've been anti-Chinese government for a long time. <laughs> Congratulations, you just got on a watch list. I don't care. They're a human rights nightmare, and they can go suck my dick. (laughs) Oh, gosh. They're also one of the only countries we don't have any listens in, so again, suck my dick. You're not supporting us at all. Well, there's probably a reason that we don't have any listeners over there. Well, not anymore. Why? (laughs) Because you're on another list. Look, free Tibet, free Taiwan, and free Hong Kong. China can suck my dick. Great. And that's news notes and neat for the week. How did everybody enjoy this Hellas lager beer from? Yes, I'm, I'm, back to the beer. I'm, I'm glad your your blinding patriotism is quenched by this I German even call beer. That, I wouldn't even call it that. It's just anti-communism, anti-Chinese <laughs> sentiment. <laughs> Don't trust China. China is asshole. That's nice. Yeah. So this beer. Yes. It's a good beer. It's, yeah. a, it's a bit of a smoke on it. A little bit of smoke flavor, but it's still got a freshness of yeah. like a Hellas. Yeah. I uh, I don't think that I would drink a six pack of this in one sitting. No, probably no. not. But I think this would be a good beer as a switch up if you're drinking like a lot of sours. Okay. I think this would be a good, you know, 180. All right. is kind of flip flop your tongue a little bit. I can sure. see that. Sure. That's, yeah. where, that's where I would employ this bad boy. I would say... If you're tying one on, I should say. If you're tying one on. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, but, you know, moreover, I think it's more of just like a, it's a picnic beer or it's a barbecue beer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I would be interested in seeing how well this pairs with watermelon. Oh. Mm. Mostly because I like this beer and I really like watermelon. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
I could see that. Like yeah. the freshness, and this has like. This is bringing a little something more than like a normal lager would be right. or a normal Hellas style beer. And sometimes people grow watermelon, so yeah. you know, who knows? Who you're knows a, you're having a two ingredient oh, cookout. Like yeah. a, oh, <laughs> you could do like a grilled watermelon or mm-hmm. like a grilled halloumi cheese. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are all things to put in your thought banks, people. Yes. Write this yes. down. I'm not doing it for you. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been Cooking with Kelsey. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> It's what I bring to the show. <laughs> it's my segment. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we're all in agreement. This one's pretty good. Yeah. So we're going to move on to the next one. But not right now. Yeah. That means take a break first. We'll be back. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back to episode 132 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. I'm still here with Adam and Kelsey, who's hitting the mic. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. That was too late. <laughs> you can't undo it, and I refuse to go back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It was a gentle nudge. Everybody heard you. <laughs> Just hang my head in shame. I'll put myself in timeout. Okay. Well, while you're in timeout, we'll enjoy our second beer. <laughs> What is it, Steve? Well, it's still coming from the Schnellen Kurla Brewery from Bamberg, Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the Erbach. 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 Very familiar looking bottle. It's a familiar looking bottle, but it's not quite what you're thinking. Hey. What you're thinking is of the Marzen. Yeah. But this is very similar to the Marzen, but bigger. Because it's it's the, the smoked version. No, the Marzen is also smoked. Ah, damn it. This is smoked as well. All right. <laughs> All right. Maybe I just don't know nothing. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm just going to stop talking. What I'm hearing is German beer bottles. <laughs> what I'm hearing similar. is, shut up, Adam, and yeah. I'll explain it. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> so the Erbach is actually very similar in the Marzen style, uh, but it is bigger in the fact that it is 6.5% alcohol. Hmm. The Marzen, which is the one that most people are going to be familiar with from the Schlen Curler Brewery, is only 5.1%. Okay. Yeah. This one is also a little higher in the bitterness, but the information I was reading did not translate properly in my brain. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was written in English, but it's just like European bittering units. Yeah. I don't know what that oh. meant. So the Marzen is like 30 bittering units, and this one's 40. I don't know if that means IBUs or whatever. Who knows? Okay. But yeah, in ge- just in general, the Urbach is bigger than the Marzen, but the label is very similar to what you see with the Marzen with the giant red letters all in the old unreadable font yeah <laughs> and the you know fake wax seal on the label you can you can point these out you can not pronounce it yeah it's all visual cues right. it's all visual cues with this one it's still very distinctive <laughs> but uh we'll pop this one open and then we'll get into the history of the brewery as well as just roush beers in general all right pour that some bitch i pours it yeah Steve, you have poured this magnificent-looking beer, and mm-hmm. first thing I gotta tell you, it, uh, it's a lot darker than the last one. This looks like it's almost getting into not quite porter territory, 
but it's sneaking up on it. This is sitting on the Mason-Dixon line of Porter and Brown. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a stiff breeze could push it either way. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is very dark. Uh, like I said, this is more so than the Marzen. It's you know the upped version of the Marzen. The Marzen, uh, if you haven't seen it, is dark itself. Marzen Plus. Yeah. It's dark itself because mm-hmm. of the roasted you know malts. But yeah, this one is a bit darker as well. It actually looks like Coca-Cola. That's now actually that does. a very apt description. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm just looking at it. It's like, it looks like Coca-Cola. Even the head has kind of the tan Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't smell like it, though. No. Oh, Lordy Moses. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Jeez, Pete's no. Yeah. <laughs> that smells like bacon. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Which is one of the reasons why I love the Marzen. Because oh. <laughs> it smells like bacon and it tastes like bacon. And I can only assume the, the bigger version does as well. It's super bacon. <laughs> yes. Wow. Ooh. That is surprisingly smooth. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's the first thing that I, that jumped out at me was I was expecting, you know, a bit of a, you know, a, not quite a burn mm-hmm. on the back end, but no, there was nothing there. Yeah. And I mean that in a good way. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah the nose is far more, mm, I don't want to say harsh, but it's far more pungent yes. mm-hmm. and flavorful than what you get on the taste. Mm-hmm. But the taste definitely still has a smokiness to it, but it's not, you know, you're expecting to just bite into like bacon but like, <laughs> yeah. almost like you have to fight it a little bit yeah and there is no fight in the, yeah, in yeah, the drinkability yeah. in this beer right yeah you're expecting like almost something salty at least for me yeah i get that bacony taste in here yeah it, it's, it's, it's there yeah delicious and it's got a good good level of maltiness to it too yeah. so i don't know whatever the european bitterness unit is but it doesn't come into play here. 40 is good for you? I guess. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's why I read I didn't even like really write it down. It's just like... That sounds right. Uh, All right. <laughs> but yeah, it, it has a nice smokiness. It has a nice, like, a little bit of a bacon back end almost. Mm-hmm. You know, smoky wood bacon, bacon back end. I say, but if it was Canadian, it'd be back bacon. Ah. Ha-ha. I promised that we would learn in segment two. Are we ready to learn? Knowledge is power. All right, then. Kelsey seems on board. She's in. The Schlenkerle Brewery dates all the way back to 1405. Oh, that's a long ass time ago. Yes, <laughs> that's a bit much. <laughs> it was originally a uh, pub called the House of the Blue Lion. So it's the building that dates all the way back to that point. Okay. Okay. Uh, it was opened by Fritz Verbach, and it was part of a uh, Dominican monastery. Okay. Dominican? Yeah. It. Oh, okay. Right, that no, predates, I, yeah. yeah. Not the predates Republic. Predates the island. Yeah, yes. all right. <laughs> predates that. I, I'm an idiot brain, didn't catch up. <laughs> Shit in Europe is old. <laughs> <laughs> this, my American brain just didn't, it didn't work. We're babies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Dominican this tykes. monastery, they had like a lot of rum and conga lines? Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> empanadas in Germany that early? Wow, who knew? <laughs> they were the fun <laughs> nuns. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it is. Uh, no way, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how it went. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> uh, 1678, it actually becomes a full-fledged brewery. They had like notes and things pointing to it being also a cooperage where they made barrels. Mm -hmm. So where there's barrels, there's breweries usually. Like why would you make one without the other? Right. So one of the earliest owners was uh, Johann Wolfgang Heller. And uh, you can notice on the bottles, it says the uh, Browery Heller Bamberg. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's still on the trade books as the Heller Brawl. 
Brewery. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. But even though it's known as Schlenkerla. Hmm. Uh, in 1866, uh, Conrad Grazer takes over. And he is the first in the line of the six generations that have followed all the way to present day ownership. The current lineage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it dates all the way back to 1866. 1877, Andreas, his son, takes over the business. And this is when it first becomes kind of gets the uh, Schlenkerla moniker. Okay. And that's because uh, Schlenkerla means to dangle in the Franconian German dialect. To dangle. Yes. Uh, apparently, Andreas was a little bit handicapped. Okay. And he had kind of a, an awkward gait, mm-hmm. and his hand, like one of his hands dangled. Ah. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. It, That's kind of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. But, uh, all the way back then... <laughs> I guess, yeah. Yeah, he just leaned into it. <laughs> all right. You're going to say this? Yeah. Call my brewery this. Yep. Right, yeah. That's just what we'll be known as then. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. So, yeah, I, I don't know. People were tougher back then. Yeah. <laughs> People were tougher back then. They took their handicaps and turned them into businesses. Yeah. Uh, 1907, his son Michael takes over. And then 1943, uh, after the passing of Michael, it actually transfers to Jacob Trum. And Trum is the man who married Michael's daughter, Elizabeth. Mm, oh. Okay. So yeah. it takes a half step to the side. Right. 67 it goes to his son german and in 2003 it goes to the current owner matthias right on yes the brewery itself is uh, obviously operating in a very old world style yes because yeah. they are still smoking beers in a very old style that you don't find anywhere else i believe there's only one other brewery in germany that still does it this way but did you know this is actually the way all beer used to be made I actually did not know that. Yeah. So we're not looking at an emergence of a style. What we're looking at is modern technology destroying the original taste of a beer. The preservation ah. of the old ways yeah. is strong. Similar to how like bananas of today aren't related to bananas of the past whatsoever. Right. Right. Yeah, very similar. So the, the way we get these smoked beers is because... In that time, back, you know, pre-1800s, I would say, is everything had to be smoked on a open fire. If you know the basic all-grain process, mm-hmm. you get your malts, and then you have to soak them to get them to germinate, which is they start opening up. Mm-hmm. And then to stop the germination, you have to heat them up yes. and dry them out. Apparently, Bamberg, Germany, and most other places in Europe... They're very similar to a very humid area, so it was hard to dry them out without fire. Hmm. But they didn't have the technology to not use open fire, so all the malts wound up smoked. Hmm. Huh. Yes. That's really cool. That is pretty cool. (laughs) But it was modern technology that took away the need for open flames and, you know, smoke, and that's why, you know, things just fell to the wayside. But this brewery continues on the oldest of traditions. So do they do they they smoke their own malts in house? Yeah, and they just decided to keep doing it that way. And I and I appreciate that they did. Yeah, yeah. it's a good ass beer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean nowadays it separates them from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's important to note that pretty much all the wood they use to smoke is beechwood. Okay. Yeah, pretty much all. We'll see. That's not the full case, but 
pretty much every beer is smoked on Beechwood. And just recently, because this style is so different and specific, they were added to something called the Arc of Tastes. What is the Arc what, of yeah. Tastes? <laughs> I've never heard of that before. Neither have I until today. <laughs> until I learned about it. So the, uh, the Arc of Tastes is kind of a, it's an initiative to protect cultural tastes that are jeopardized mm, okay. because they're not necessarily popular or they have production systems that aren't in line with current production systems. Okay. So it's a way of preserving things and not falling into homogenous yeah. uh, products because it's not just beer. It's something that it's an initiative that goes across the world there. They call the uh, companies and the growers and the farmers who are part of it, passengers. Okay. Oh. Passengers on the arcs of taste. Ah, <laughs> okay. Uh, there's 73 in Germany. Okay. And there's 5,000 across the world. Hmm. Uh, one of the things in America that's a part of the arc of taste is bison. Ah. Okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. The bison don't necessarily have you know the popularity as a meat. Mm-hmm. But every now and then you like a bison burger. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like treating myself. Yeah. I love bison. Yeah. yeah. So okay. yeah, they're part of that. Um I believe in Pennsylvania there's a specific Amish tomato. Okay. And they try to keep that tomato strain aligned. Hmm. Because they, they don't want things dying out into this homogenous, you know, like everything that you get at Walmart. Right. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good to see that there's an organization that recognizes the specificity of craft. Mm-hmm throughout you know food and culture and and the way things had been done in order to preserve that like yes technology is you know increasing and growing but being able to hold on to the roots of something is, right that's great especially yeah. when it's something that you can't replicate with newer and newer technology exactly yeah and it's also just a pushback against convenience because mm-hmm. yeah it's way easier to go to walmart and buy you know the tomatoes that are just sitting out but it's not as convenient to grow specific tomatoes in Pennsylvania and then, you know, or yeah. strawberries that are in New Jersey. But you got to keep those strains alive. Yeah. So, huh. yeah. Yeah. Cool thing I learned about learning about this. I wonder if those strawberries and those tomatoes send their seeds to that seed farm. It was that Norway? Yeah. Or somewhere, or somewhere in Scandinavia. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure it's Norway. Yeah. It's dark and yeah. cold. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they have seeds for those strains. I hope so. I would imagine. Things I think about. <laughs> I, I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, another interesting thing about the Schlenk Curler Brewery is that if you go to the actual brew pub, every beer that you get at the brew pub comes out of a wood barrel. Oh, that's badass. That's so cool. Yeah, so it's a little bit of the, you know, the Guinness Dublin. Yeah. You know, Guinness is always better in Dublin. Well, Schlenk Curler is always that's better fair. in Bamberg. Because <laughs> they don't have those... Chinese kegs. Well, I believe they would be Chinese or it'd be German steel. They do make their own kegs. Right. They're pretty big on the right. keg field. <laughs> that was just a callback. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. And I can't do the voice, so I did the best that I could. <laughs> they were part. They were part of that story too, though. Germany. True. That the Germans were involved. Yeah, Germans are also part of that dumping, but it's just like yeah. goddamn China. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> what um? What region is Bamberg located in? Like, where is the Schlangharla brewery? So Bamberg in is. It's kind of center south. Okay. Like it's um, it's south of Berlin, it's a little bit uh, I believe. Let me do my head. Uh, it's like east of uh, Cologne. Okay. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's it's you know center. It's just kind of in the middle. 
it's right there <laughs> uh currently today though we obviously smoke things more modernly mm-hmm. we don't throw it on a beechwood kiln <laughs> but we should well you should yeah. yeah you can think about it uh you know if you're a home brewer you can buy pre-smoked malts or you mm-hmm. can smoke your own it you know obviously if you have your own barbecue smoker smoke your own so what you're saying is you are able to do that from from just regular homebrew molds that you would pick up from your local homebrew store. Absolutely. That you can go through the smoking process. Right. Okay. So, yeah, if you look at the Schlen Curlin menu, you can see that the beers they have, we already had a Hellas, mm-hmm. and we're drinking an Urbach. They have a Marzen. They have a wheat. They have other ones. Ooh, smoked they, wheat. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I found a, like a beer right up your alley. It yeah. does. Yeah, so you can, it doesn't matter the malts that you have. You can smoke you can smoke any malts that you want. Okay. Um, just in general, though, if you're going to smoke your own malts, try to try to use an actual smoker so you can control the temperature. Mm-hmm. Because what you want to do is you want to maintain a temperature of around 120 degrees. Ooh. Okay. Low, yeah. low, low. Right. Low, low heat. Something not something you can achieve on a grill or an oven necessarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. All right. And you don't have to use beechwood either. You can use any kind of chips that you want. I've been thinking about using cherry wood. Cherry would be uh, delicious. Yes. Do you think a mesquite would be too overpowering? No. Oh, a pecan wood would be nice. A pecan wood that would, would be, be interesting. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> These are all things Write you can do. Write this down. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for some of the more popular smoked beers, though, that you can buy in America that aren't uh, from Schlittenkirla, the Toppling Goliath, they have something called the Chain Smoker. That is 13.7%. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a one and done right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jackie O's has one called the wood burner at 11%. This is a kicker. Also a one and done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Two Ole has one. The brewery has one. And I think probably the most famous and popular one in America right now is the Alaskan Smoke Porter. Which I still haven't had. I can get you a bottle. You might have to do that. It's $10 a bottle. That's fine. The bottle's bigger. That's also fine. <laughs> Worth it. Yeah. But yeah, you can the, the Alaskan smoke port. I believe that one's like eight percent though. That's but fine. Yeah, yeah, it's all fine. Yeah, it's all fine. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had the Alaskan either. No. So when he goes to I assume vintage, that's yeah, vintage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a vintage pickup. <laughs> Get your Alaskan smoke porter at vintage. Hey, say we can pay we me can money vintage. Field trip. <laughs> yes. And then I can buy, just buy my own. Yeah. We'll just go up there and I'll yeah, buy my own. Too. You can do that too. And then go buy a pizza. <laughs> Yeah, because I hear they make really good pizza up there. I've heard that as well. I can't confirm or deny. I've never eaten there. Okay. I'm still, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of all the <laughs> tales I hear of the food, I'm just like, ah, I got to get my beer and go home. <laughs> or I stop at uh, the, uh, oh, what's the name of the hot dog place that's up there? Ah, shit. But they do a root beer beer cheese. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And they do nuclear relish. Yeah. What is that? I forget the name. So it's Chris. Chris will tell you. <laughs> Is it the Brighton Hot Dog Shop? No, not no. Brighton Hot Dog. No. I was like, no. no. I was like, wait, no, that doesn't, wrong state. No. For now, let's square back to yeah. the Urbach. Delicious. Yes, I, I am a big fan of this beer. Me too. Me three. Across I, the board. The, it's smoky, but not too smoky. Yes. Like, on my nose, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be way too much for my palate. But then I take sips of it, and I'm like... It's kind of smooth. It's not intrusive. No. No. It's not overwhelming. No. The uh, unlike the Hellas though, like the Hellas, I was thinking more of that one for like, 
smoked chicken or smoked turkey. Mm-hmm. This one's more of a smoked pork. Yeah, yeah. I want pork. I, I think you would yeah. want a, a heavier meat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is a smoked pork. A or pork. Yeah, maybe even like dry Texas ribs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No saucy rib with this. Right. I want a dry rib. Yeah. But yeah, that that's... yeah. Like another good one. I mean, I mean, know. they've been doing it for a while, so they got to be yeah. on something good. They got a handle on it, right? <laughs> right. So yeah. All right. Cool. Let's, let's take a break. Let's figure out where this nuclear relish is. Okay. Yeah. We'll come back segment three. We'll get that. Then we're gonna drink another beer from drink Slug another Curly. beer. We're gonna have ourselves a little fun. Okay then. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse. So, like, what is American Slacker, I guess, right? The highest amount of dick jokes per episode per podcast. We've been on the air for 57 straight years. 57 straight years of dick jokes. Things constantly soaring over my head. You're pulling my chain and your weekly weird news. We're also cannabis friendly. We kind of sneak it in there, almost like you're lacing the brownies at the family reunion. It's a ride of your motherfucking life. Fucking 11, when there's only 10 on the dial. Weapons of mass destruction. It's a threat to society. Food assaults. Yeah, that happens too sometimes. An ostrich took a lit match into a fireworks factory. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that one. No, that's our third story. Oh my God. America, what are you doing? There was someone dumb getting fucked over. Well, you know, they should have never gave raccoons rights, in my opinion. <laughs> oh my God. You can help us. You can help everyone. Download our shit now. We're second America. America. Welcome back to episode 132 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We're still doing the Roush beers of Schlinkerla from Bamberg, Germany. Yeah. 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 So that means we have a third beer for the evening. And what is it, Steve? The third beer from the Schlinkerla Brewery from Bamberg, Germany is their Doppelbach. Oh, this one's green. This one has a green label, and that helps you know that it's a little bit different. <laughs> the reason why this one is different is it's their holiday beer. Oh, shit. Oh, this right. is their Crimbus beer. Oh, shit. They don't call it Crimbus, but this is their Crimbus beer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what also makes it different is it is not smoked on beechwood, as I alluded to in the previous segment. What is it smoked on? Oak. Oak. Oak smoke. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The Doppelbach is 8%. Mm. So it's also a bigger boy. Nice. Any uh, any idea? Are there any additional spices thrown in there that you know of? No. Then I'm not going <laughs> to ask that. No, it's just kind of, you know, here's a Doppelbach. Uh, it, it does use Hallertal hops. Ah, I do like those hops. So you go. It uses Hallertal hops. Low on that, Alpha. Yes. Um. Yeah, and that's about it. This is just what they brew as their special treat. For the Christmas time. Well, then let us treat ourselves pre-Christmas. Yes. So since I barely enjoyed any of the pumpkin beers and I'm having a Christmas beer, does it just mean I skip all pumpkin and go right into Christmas now? Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Okay. You can still, you know, dive into like sweet potato beers. Yeah. We were talking about... um, I can't on board with like a yam beer. Yeah. Uh, We were talking about... uh, I believe it was episode 130 with Brandon Getz, and I don't remember if it was on the actual episode, but we were talking about Dogfish Head's Suddenly Comfy. Have you had that? I've not had that. So Suddenly Comfy basically takes most of the pumpkin spices, like cinnamon Mm -hmm. and nutmeg, I believe, Mm -hmm. and then the beer is brewed with apple juice. Oh. Yeah. Okay. 
So it's it's still very fall. Suddenly comfy. Yeah. Still dogfish head. Right. Okay. That one you should be able to get. The other one that we had last week from Star Hill, which was their last leaf, Maple Brown. Mm. That's another really good fall time beer. That sounds really, really good. Yeah. So I like browns and I like things that are maple flavored. Yeah. Mm. So if you're looking for things to replace fucking pumpkin beers yeah (laughs) you know i had that pumpkin when i was on last Mm -hmm. back in episode 120 something right a few weeks ago and i was like you know what i just my palate wasn't feeling the pumpkin so to hear like the maple and some of this like yam and sweet potato Mm -hmm. beer they're out there i feel like i could get on board with that like through this transition period yeah before really diving into the christmas beers yeah i i really suggest the suddenly comfy just because it's also like eight (laughs) percent yeah it'll make you suddenly comfy yeah that's a that's a good warm-up time (laughs) all right i'm into that speaking of things to get into let's get into this christmas beer yes uh looking at this one though it's lighter than the last one it is. it is. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it just kind of looks like a classic Doppelbach. Yes. Uh, deep red. Yeah. 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 Deep red. Mm-hmm. Uh, deep red something. Yeah. Deep red. Nice clarity, but it is you know a little hazy. Mm-hmm. On the nose, guess what it smells like? Does it smell like smoke? It does. We want that smoke. <laughs> yes. Although I don't think it's quite as prevalent as the last one. Mm-hmm. No. I think la- it's a half step back. Yeah, it's a half step back. The last one was very, very heavy on like the bacony yeah. side of things. I don't get that bacony like wood smoke. You know, that might be simply a difference between the beech wood and the oak. Right. Yeah. This one seems a little bit more mellow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oak is a very mellow wood. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it shouldn't be. Yeah, not that bad. <laughs> hmm. Mm. Yeah. It has a slight bitterness that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. It's not quite as smooth as the Bach. No, but I, I think that adds like, it's almost like a little bit of a spice. Yes. Because yeah. I don't, you're asking if they add any extra spices since it's a Christmas beer. Well, it's a Christmas release. It's not technically a Christmas beer. It's a holiday mm-hmm. beer. I mean, any beer yeah. could be a Christmas beer. Right. <laughs> Let's be honest. If you get it as a gift, it's a Christmas beer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that bitterness is a good supplement for putting in like extra spices and things like oranges and coriander pepper or whatever yeah so yeah hmm. yeah i like this beer yeah otherwise it's yeah it's a smooth drinker mm-hmm. like the last one yeah the michelin curla fellas they know what they're doing a for sure yes are you ready for some fun times could be Maybe. we're gonna we're gonna bring out an old classic we haven't done this in a while an old classic yes okay we're gonna play a game uh-huh is it a beer uh-huh or is it a castle Oh. oh yes! Yay! This sounds oh. fun. Is or, it a beer? Or is it both? Or is it both? Okay. Yes. Good. Just to make sure there's a possibility for both. Or is it is both? Is there a possibility for both? You'll find out. Yeah. Okay. You can guess both. Yeah. He's saying you can guess both. If you've never his heard, answers, I don't know. Beer, <laughs> castle, or both? Find I don't know. Now. Let's find out. How this works is quite simple. I'm going to give you a castle, a beer. Or both. And you have to tell me, is it a castle, a beer, or both? It's just that simple. Who wants to go first, Kelsey? I do. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to give you the name. You tell me, is it a beer? Is it a castle? Or is it both? Now, I will give you this uh, little bit of a uh, head start. All the castles that are included in this quiz are in Germany. 
I, I, I felt like I kind of knew. Well, I figured. felt like you, yeah, I felt like they would be. Well, not I, necessarily because you could get into Austria, you could get into Belgium. All right, fine. You could get into Switzerland. What I thought this was going to be was a very, you know, a good way for you to flex your one and a half years of German that you took or. No, it's going to be a train wreck. <laughs> whatever. But I thought that's what we were going, you know, you're trying to flex off your German. No. <laughs> abilities. No. No, I just okay. knew they had a lot of neat castles over there. Sure do. And they got a lot of good beer over there. Yeah. And we're talking German beers. Yes. Okay. And they got a very German name to these beers. Yes. Okay. So let's do this. Are you ready, Kelsey, for question number one? Yes. Or should I say, yeah. Yeah. Ja. The Schwerin. Is it a castle? Is it a beer? Or is it both? The Schwerin. The Schwerin. Is it D Schwerin? Or Der Schwerin? Der Schwerin? Or Das Schwerin? Schwerin. <laughs> he just got done saying those muscles aren't as good as no, I thought they were. Yeah. I don't know the gender of the word. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to say that Schwerin is a beer. You are incorrect. The Schwerin is a castle that was built between 1847 and 1857 and is actually built on an island. Oh. Yes. So it's a newer castle. In the grand scheme of things, when it comes to castles, yes. <laughs> In okay. the castledom. In the game of German castles, yes, it's newer. <laughs> it's a newer castle. Okay. Not new castle. Ah. Hey, oh. Newer castle. Steve, are you ready? Shout out to CR Brewing. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> new castle. PA. Hey, oh. Hey, now. Got it. Steve, are you ready? Could be. The Neuschwanstein. Can you spell it? N-E-U-S-C-H-W-A-N-S-T-E-I-N. The Neuschwanstein. It's a beer. That is your final answer? Yeah. You are incorrect. It's a castle. Okay. It's a castle. You are incorrect. It's, it's both. both. It's both of them. Oh. Damn. Yes. But it is beer. <laughs> <laughs> so you're both half right, but I'm rounding down. Okay. I'm All sorry. Right. It's, it's new something Stein, so... I don't know. Yes. Uh, the beer uh, is from Dunk Beer. They are out of Brazil. Okay. And that is a Bach beer. Okay. And also, it is a castle which was the home of Ludwig II. Hmm. And it was also the inspiration for Cinderella's castle. Damn, you are good. It's New Schwanstein Castle. What's that? New Schwanstein? Yeah. 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 Oh, see, see okay. That's why she would know it was a castle. Cause right. That's why I wouldn't know it was a castle. <laughs> I don't know shit about princesses, yo. That's what Cinderella's castle is based on. It's true. Yep. Is that what the, the that's the magic mountain or the magic kingdom? Whatever. Disney. <laughs> that's the castle. Yeah, that one. It's mm -hmm. the Disney castle. Mm -hmm. Kelsey, are you ready for your next possibility of is it a beer? Is it a castle or is it both? Sure. The name is these Vonitzer. Can you spell that, please? Z-W-O-N-I-T-Z-E-R. Zvonitzer. Zvonitzer. Is it a beer? Is it a castle? Or is it both? I'm going to go with it's a beer. You are absolutely correct. Yes. Yes, it is a Rausch beer by Browery uh, Zvonitz. Hmm. Zvonitz? Zvonitz. That's German. Yeah. And that is also one point tech LZ. You yeah. did it. I did it. You did it. <laughs> you somebody is on the board. Thank goodness. 
Steve, are you ready? Yay. Your next question is the Barg Elts. Barg Elts? Barg Elts. Spell? <laughs> B-A-R-G. Uh-huh. E-L-T-Z. Okay. Barg Elts. <laughs> is it a beer? Is it a castle? Is it both? Barg Elts. I'm going to say that's a castle. That is absolutely 100% correct. Yeah. And it was also featured in the 1979 film, The Ninth Configuration. Okay. I've never heard of it either. Was that an Ingmar Berman film? I have no idea. <laughs> but I know that you're the uh, the movie buff. Yeah, no, I don't know uh, that of one. Of the group? Yeah. Nope, so... sorry. Not for me either. <laughs> but the bottom line is... Configuration. Uh, you got it, though. That's the thing. It sounds like something with the devil. I should have watched I it. I, <laughs> <laughs> should have gotten in the playlist somehow. Yeah. Kelsey, are you ready? Is it a sequel to the seventh seal? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yours is Heidelberg. 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 Beer, castle, both. Beer, castle, both. Beer, castle, both. Both. Nicely done. You thank, are correct. Thank you. Yes, the Heidelberg is a beer that is brewed by the Falcon Brewing Company out of Ajax, Ontario, a Pilsner. And it is also a castle that holds the world's largest wine barrel at 23 feet high and 27 feet wide. Amazing. I would have guessed both for the wrong reason. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I would have thought Heidelberg was part of the uh, neighborhood series by East End. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Maybe someday. I don't. Go I'm ahead. not even sure. They they just came out with one. It was either. It's gonna come out this week. It's like Fairy Hill or something like Fairywood. that. Fairywood. Fairywood. I've never heard of that neighborhood. Uh, apparently, a lot of people were questioning that. I, like, <laughs> is that really big enough? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. So Kelsey, that was one point to you. Excellent. That is after five. Castle beer, both. Kelsey, you are leading two to one. Steve. For the tie. Uh-huh. Your last one. The Viheader. Spell. W-E-I-H-E-R-E-R. W-E-I. Yes. H-E-R-E-R. Viheader. Viheader. Is it a beer? Is it a castle? Is it both? Mm, that's not how you spell Wolfenstein at all. No. Zero percent. <laughs> I checked. I know about Castle Wolfenstein. <laughs> I'm stalling. <laughs> is it in 3D, though? Um, I'm going to say that's a beer. That is correct. Yeah. Oh, tying it up. Yes. That is by Brewery Gastoff Rundmuller. And that is also a Roush beer. We are tied at six at two apiece. And it is time for all the marbles. It is time for the bonus question. This is worth 16 points. Wow. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's Adam's game. We can let him. I know. That's fine. He can do whatever. That's right. Sorry. Uh, And this is not a beer, castle, or both. This is a castle-specific question. Wolfenstein. And and I want your your answer. Uh, Yeah, I just want your answer. In German? You want your answer. Well, kind of. Yeah. Ein Deutsch? Uh, Closest without going over is the winner. Okay. Okay. Price is right rules. Okay. Okay. So... The Berghauser is the largest castle in Europe. In meters, how long is the castle? In meters? In meters. In meters. Oh, gosh. Yes. Not furlongs. 
not rods. Mm. Who, who, who's got answer first? Whoever goes first. Whoever throws it out there. Um, Kelsey, you go first. Wow. <laughs> okay. How long it is? Yes, in meters. In meters. How long is it? <laughs> Take your time because I'm going to drink a little bit of beer. Okay, great. Castle. <laughs> I need an answer. Three seconds. I've always wanted to say that. 4,217 meters. Steve, what is your answer? 2,500 meters. Okay. So you both lose. So you both went over? You both went over. However, okay. I'm going to say that Steve won because he's less wrong. Yeah. <laughs> at 2,500 meters. The answer is actually uh, 1,034 meters. That is over a kilometer. That's a dinky castle. That's a long ass castle. <laughs> That's a long castle. I went like really you long did. castle. Yeah. You were. <laughs> well, you know, you were saying it's the largest castle in Europe, and I was like, dude, if this thing was like three, you know, three like, miles Europe long. Is, Europe is tiny. So? It's all like the size of Virginia. Exactly. Europe is tiny, and they had a small population for the time, so just build the biggest yeah. castle you can. Well, they did. It was a over a kilometer. Well, they should have built bigger. Yeah. <laughs> I want a three-mile-long castle. Yeah. Okay. Because you basically just Get use, on the, that. use the castle to bisect the land. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Stupid Germans. <laughs> but, Steve, you're the big winner. Hooray. Good Why? job, Steve. <laughs> you did it. I went over, so you have the points, so I get eight points, but that still puts me in the lead. <laughs> true. Very true. That's how I win. And that is how you play, is it a beer? Is it a castle? Or is it both? None of the answers were Wolfenstein. That is correct. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thanks, Steve's a little bitter about that one. <laughs> he is. Well, the next time you do, is it a beer, is it a castle, is it both, you can put that in as an answer. Fuck ever- no, I'm just going to ask questions about Wolfenstein. <laughs> <laughs> these questions pertain to Wolfenstein. <laughs> well, I had fun. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's good. So wait, I think everybody took else German. I don't think I knew that. I did. I took two years in high school. And I- then I gave them back. Because <laughs> I didn't do well. <laughs> I also took German. <laughs> I, I can get you the very basics. Einfurd? Einfurd? Einfurd. One Ford? No, one horse. Oh, third? I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, third. Third? I didn't know third was yeah. horse. P-F-E-R-D. Third. Third. I didn't know that. Yeah. We didn't get into equestrian type languages. Yeah. <laughs> and cranking wagon? And cranking wagon? Yeah. You don't know that one? I don't know that one. Ambulance. All right. And cranking wagon. I can get you kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can get you that one. Yeah. Anyways... <laughs> Moving along. I like testing Adam's two years of German. Let's keep going. You go right ahead. It's going to be the same answer again and again. Apple. Apple? Good job. Basics. That wasn't a question mark at the end of that. Not at all. (laughs) Banana fool. (laughs) I don't have a good answer for that. I don't think that's right. I don't think so either. But All what right. is right is this uh, double block. This holiday double block we got. Oak smoke double block. Oak smoke. Oak smoke double block by the Schlin Curla Brewery. I liked it. I like it too. Yeah. The smoke flavor isn't as heavy. I don't know. It has kind of a nice holiday feel to it, but I, I feel like it's just not as flavorful as the Urbach. 
I kind of know what you mean. Yeah, it's, it, it's it a little like, muted. It, yeah, it almost like it got pulled back um, because of, I assume there were additional spices and things like that that were added in. It almost seems like it all kind of mutes together, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, and again, I'm not sure, like, additional spices were added. It just seems a bit a bit more mellow. Yeah, I just Which think... Which is fine. Yeah, I just think the oak is more mellow, and I think because, maybe because it's approaching that 8%, it's a little heavier, mm-hmm. so you get more of the beer than... Like, I don't know what the grain bill is, so maybe they don't use as much oak smoke malt maybe. in it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We should go there and visit and ask. Yeah. In German. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Start Duolingo now. Yeah. Get that German up. Everybody's on Duolingo. Nobody remembers Rosetta Stone. <sighs> Old hat. That <laughs> <Yeah>, is. <laughs> what was the one before it? Babblefish? Yeah. 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 That's going real old school. Yeah. I don't even think that worked right. I think that was just, no. that was just a shitty translator. <laughs> yeah, I don't think just... you were supposed to learn from that. <laughs> well, obviously I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Rosetta Stone is just so like much of an investment and a lot mm-hmm. of permanence and like committing to learn that language. Duolingo is like, oh, I took two years of German in high school and I want to brush up on my German skills before basics before yeah, going yeah. there let me do a lingo this i need to know where to get a beer where the bathroom is and a police station okay. that information <laughs> all right yeah. then polizei polizei i think that's italian <laughs> kindergarten polizei <laughs> starring arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> nice all right well let's put these three beers on the podium i'll go first i guess okay sure. mm-hmm. yeah go ahead no uh, in bronze, I think I'm going to put this oak smoke, Doppelbach. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Kind of surprising to even myself, because usually I like the bigger, heavier beers and things like that. But I, I, I just felt like the flavors were a little too muted. And honestly, I'm going to give the asterisks that maybe my palate is a little burnt out from drinking smoky beers already. So yeah, it's possible if I drink this another day, I would really enjoy it more than i did i still think it's pretty good there's nothing about the oak that really stood apart from what you get from the beechwood mm-hmm. so it was just kind of a smoky beer rather the ones that are standardly smoked on beechwood they have a much more of a bacony you know feel to them so the silver i'm going to give to the hellas i like that beer a good bit it's interestingly refreshing for having that smoky flavor to it and if you're looking for a smoky beer that is definitely dialed back from their standard fare, like the Marzen and the Urbach, this one's really good for that. Uh, Adam said he couldn't drink a six-pack. I could drink probably two or three, though. <laughs> <laughs> I could do two or three at a you know cookout or a picnic. Eventually, you'd switch it up, though, to something else. But otherwise, yeah, it's it's a good, you know, it's a good drinking beer. Just a drinker. And at 4-3, you could put a couple away. <laughs> but uh, gold is going to go to the Urbach. It is so full of flavor. Just big flavor. And uh, it, uh, it is also really surprisingly easy drinking because the aroma on it is straight up like smelling bacon on a campfire. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really easy drinking otherwise. And it would be great with just pork. Just pork. <laughs> So yeah, those are my rankings. Right on. 
Kelsey, what were your thoughts on uh, on the beers we had on this episode? So I'm going to keep it short and simple because my thoughts are the exact same st- as Steve's. And I, again, I don't know if my palate's just shot at this point, but I'm putting the Doppelbach in my bronze. There's a bitterness that I keep getting every time that I drink it that is a little displeasing on my palate. And again, it could just be based on everything else that we drank tonight. Um, just, it's, it's not bad, just... Mm, I don't know if something with the malt and the oak in my palate just eh, not working. Uh, I'm going to put the Hellas as my silver. Um, it's refreshing. It's almost like a little palate cleanser. It's delicious. I could probably have two or three of them. I want a lot of cheese with it. Mm. I just want to take it on a picnic with me. Um, and then my gold is going to the Urbach. Um, that was the perfect amount of smoke. It. I thought it was going to be too much when I first smelled it, but then I drank it, and I'm all about it. It's like the perfect balance of everything that you want out of a true old world smoke beer, and I'll just out of a smoke beer in general for me. So that gets my gold tonight. Right on. I am going to be just a little bit different. You, of course. Of course. I mean, would you expect anything less? No. Uh, very slightly different. Uh, I'm going to put the uh, the Hellers in the bronze medal position uh, in a very close race uh, with the Doppel. But the Hellers, uh, they're all good. Let's be honest. They're all very good beers, and I would have zero problem if anybody handed me any of these. Um, but I'd like this beer, but I, I think I like the other two just a little bit more. And I'll be honest, I'm not sure I have a good reason why. <laughs> Which is kind of weird. They're, they're all good in their own particular ways. Maybe because the other two are actually smoked and this is smoked by proxy? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I, I don't know. It just it just didn't, you know, give me that, that same pop that the other two did. Maybe that's why it's going in the bronze medal position. Maybe when I'm thinking in a Roush beer, I want, I want you smoke. You want smoke. You know, I, I want to feel like I'm walking into a, you know, a smokehouse. And this doesn't quite get there. Now, obviously... That's not the point of this beer. It is not a heavily smoked beer. It's secondhand smoked. It's not going to. But it it goes in a bronze medal position. Silver going with the Doppel. Uh, it's a bit... Mm, not harsh, but, you know, it's it has its own taste to it. But it doesn't quite, you know, stack up against the Urbach. Uh, across the board, that one got in the gold medal position here this episode, and I can see why, and I know why. It's a delicious beer. It's good. It's fantastic. I drink it again, and then again, and then another one. So give me that Urbach in a gold medal position, and I'm done. That's it. No, seriously, I'm done. That's it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I just to reiterate what you already said, all three beers were good. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't, rankings don't really matter that much. No, just no. Th- <laughs> this one definitely came down to personal taste and preference. Yeah. And in a... Uh, a style that isn't really represented that much. Right. Because mm-hmm. these are, Roush beers are not easy to find. Smoke no. beers aren't that easy to find. Mm-hmm. Most people don't like them. But this is my alternative to barley wines and stouts. Yes. Yeah. This is like third runner up for me <laughs> <laughs> of like, this is my wintertime drinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that Urbach, if you have that next to a nice uh, campfire or a nice fireplace that's going, you're going to be in heaven. Yeah, for sure. 
Well, if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Smokecast, Bottlecast, Cancast, Altcast, <laughs> Overcast, Coldcast, Thanksgiving Cast. Turkey cast. Cast cab. <laughs> cast cab. <laughs> With Ben Bailey. Is back. True, true. <laughs> Billy on the cast. With Billy, Ar- <laughs> Billy Eichner. He'll yell at you. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching some of that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing my dick off. <laughs> uh, but if you're on any of those platforms, leave us a five-star review because... We are a Zex Star show, but they only let us use Fumpf. That's the second time Adam's got to use that. Hooray! So, yeah, do that. Also, if you're on tpublic.com slash user slash USA, buy our Six Star Podcast shirt because yeah. it's a good one. It is a good one, and that will take care of all your holiday shopping. That's right. Just drop a couple hundo on t-shirts and stickers and mugs and that. Yeah. Everybody will be Get happy. Get them. We got good designs. I made them myself. I'm a cottage economy. <laughs> you slaved over a, a hot pad. No, my computer does get pretty hot. It, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I sit with the window open well into December and January. <laughs> Need to go water cooled. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I got winter. I got Pennsylvania <laughs> air cooled. <laughs> I don't need that fancy tubing. <laughs> well, Steve needs fancy tubing money. <laughs> so buy all the t-shirts. Steve needs camera money. <laughs> <laughs> he needs camera money. He needs fancy tube money. He needs Chinese protesting money. <laughs> <laughs> Free <And> Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's us and South Park that are now banned from China. <laughs> it's pretty good company. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be back next week. And that's going to be an Adam episode. Yes, it is. Adam is very pumped, so tune in for that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. But uh, we'll be back. Thanks again for coming on, Kelsey. Yes. Yeah, thanks for Much having appreciated. me. appreciate it. For sure. Do you have anything you would like to plug? I got nothing I want to plug right now. Yeah, just checking. Yeah. <laughs> I have, you know. Yeah, we have a lot of guest hosts on. We know Dennis always has stuff to plug, but he wasn't here tonight, so. Right. <laughs> I mean, I can plug, go try to find the veterans brew for first of brew box there you go yeah perfect drink lo- hashtag drink local drink local drink a spirit Hash- decor yeah a spirit decor spirit decor spirit decor yeah yes drink spirit decor hashtag drink local hashtag support a veteran there you go yeah there we go all right perfect way to end all right bye i'll feed it soon.